Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spirit School. I am here to talk about your July Spirit Messages, July 2023, officially past the halfway mark of the year. And just a bit of a disclaimer for my sound snobs out there. I love you, and you know that I love your your standards around sound and quality and podcasts. We had a really great discussion on this in the Spirit School Collective earlier this year. I am still recording on my voice memo app, on my, what are those things called? Those earbuds, but they're like connected to the cord, right? Okay. So I'm still using that. Now it's just becoming lazy. I don't know what goes on with me where sometimes I need to get something or I need to do something and I continue to push it back. And I could have easily have ordered a podcast mic at least a dozen times before between when my first one died, when Spirit School kind of took over and today, but for some reason, I just don't think about it. And then I go sit to record a podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, you don't have a podcast mic yet. <laughs> so I keep pulling out my stringed earbuds, earpods. So I hope that's okay. The sound quality is going to translate okay with you guys. And um, yeah, before I get into the Spirit Messages, what a month it was, Spirit School held its first retreat with Sheila V. We had some incredible beings travel in from as far as New Mexico and Alberta and of course Australia and all over BC to come for this two-day workshop with me and Sheila V. And gosh, it went better than I could have expected. I was so, I felt so affirmed because I had such a hard time once I took the keys. It's like everything was really easy until I got the keys May 2nd. And then all of a sudden things became a little bit sticky and tricky and hard for me. I think that reality set in that, wow, okay, this expansion is going to be a lot of work. And there was a little bit of overwhelm. And then there was a little bit of, you know, just, okay, this is a big project done. And my body just released. It was kind of like, okay, everything you've been carrying, all these concerns you've been having, all kind of released at once. And my body was just incredibly exhausted. So admittedly, throughout May, I was definitely a little bit wobbly in life, feeling it. And then come June, leading into Sheila's workshop. And then once we got there and once people started arriving, it was just like the sacred spirit retreat that I held in April. It was community. It was being in community. It was being connected. It was just, you could just feel the desire of people who want to sit in circle with one another and talk about spiritual things and share their spiritual experiences. And it was just such a beautiful container and I absolutely loved it. And so it really did reaffirm for me, ignite a passion within me that yes, this is absolutely the right move. I am so excited to start building a community there. Admittedly, I will be taking it a little bit chill this summer to try to recoup from the last few months. And that's been a really tricky thing for me to accept and to listen to that inner guidance, that inner intuition that tells me now's the time for a bit of rest. I know you just got this space and Society says you should be going guns a blazing, launch all the thing, get people in there 
But my body, my spirit, my soul is saying, okay, you created this big thing. Now let's rest a little bit at this peak before we continue forward. So I've just been really listening to the intuition, which has been a real big struggle because there's been a lot of pressure to make the place sustainable and viable. And I've just been listening to my body and listening to my spirit instead. And everything is still working out. <laughs> and things are still moving along, maybe a little bit slower than I it would be if I was like out there like marketing and like doing all these things. But I've just been listening to my body and listening to my spirit. And I've been really proud of myself for that in a sense, because it does feel very counterculture to me. It feels like a little bit of a rebel. I'm like, yeah, society says keep growing, expand, get more, do more. And I'm like, no, I'm going to rest. Now's the time for rest after a big time of creation. So that's where I have been in the past month. I also had this incredible experience, which will be on the podcast episode next, where I was asked to keynote speak, or, you know, there's three of us, three speakers. And we taught, we were talking to entrepreneurs in the Sea to Sky Corridor, which is where I live, Squamish, Whistler, Pemberton, about authenticity on Instagram, which is fun because I have never cared about a pretty feed. And I remember hosting a meme for me Monday where it was a guy rock climbing and it was like his bare butt. And I knew that it was a moment for me where I just surrendered my grid and just said, I'm not looking for a pretty grid. Like my grid has to just reflect me. And a, a while later, I posted a poll in my stories and I said, you know, when you look at my feed, what words come up for you and authentic continued to come up. So, you know, that is something that people have told me before. And then to be asked, like literally pitched and asked to come speak at this event about authenticity online and how I intersect authenticity, you know, within and online, how I show myself to the world. And I loved it. And the feedback I got was excellent. I had people say it was like a TED talk. Somebody was like, this is your TED talk, by the way. So I'm going to record a podcast episode on some of my thoughts around it next week. And yeah, I was hoping to get it before this podcast. But again, I've been leaning into a little bit of rest. But I'm excited to share what came up around that because it was such a throat chakra healing experience for me. And especially during a time where a lot of clients I'd had and a lot of people who are in my world were also talking about encountering like throat chakra stuff. And I felt like there was just such an immense healing on the other side of that experience. And I absolutely loved it. So I'm really, really excited. And they're going to come host their August workshop. It's called Real Talk in Spirit School in Squamish. So I'm really excited about that too. So those are the kind of things that came up for me since the last time I really recorded. In July, we have Dominic Bogue who is from Scotland, coming to teach a two-day advancing mediumship masterclass with me. And so we're going to do that for two days in Spirit School in July. And then we're going to do a demonstration of mediumship together in Squamish on the Friday. And then on Monday, we have an online workshop, which so many of you have registered for. I can't even believe it. And so I'm really excited about that. So that's what's happening in Spirit School in July. In August, I'm going to be putting together a development day because one of my clients who I absolutely adore, Daniel, he's coming up to Squamish. He's like, what's going on in August? And I didn't have anything planned. But I was like, you know what? Tell me when you're coming and I will plan a development day around that. So that will be coming in August. So Instagram's where you can find out about everything. And then in the collective, I'm excited because I'm starting to look at themes each month and developing out content that could support people in different themes. So in July, our theme in the Spirit School Collective is being seen. So it's going to be a lot of content and challenges and 
things to work through, the capital W work around people who still struggle being seen clearly and allowing themselves to be seen. So that's what I'm working on in the collective, my membership in July. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I didn't actually realize when I've mapped out the next four months how much they actually just naturally aligned with the astrology. And so I swear it will be my destiny eventually to learn astrology and offer something around it because I'm just obsessed with it. But for now, I'm still working on mediumship and I love mediumship and I love teaching. And that is one of the clearest things that has come through me for this year so far as we come into the half point or coming into the back half of this year is when I was feeling really scattered and I didn't know which way was up or down or which way I was going. And one day I will share about everything that I had to encounter as part of this journey. But the one thing, the two things that I had absolute clarity on in the times where I had no clarity was one, I love to teach, passion. Two, I am speaking to light workers. I speak to people who are on a similar path to me which a lot of mediums talk to clients that they want to attract in, meaning they talk a lot about their readings and they want to attract more clients to get readings. But I just love to teach. And I feel like my course right now is speaking to light workers. So hopefully you feel that. And that was a very touching moment for me as I went through this month that was like actually quite difficult for me the past two months real dark night of the soul stuff. Again, I'll share it in a podcast probably in winter or something like that. But yeah, thank you for hearing me. I know at the beginning of these episodes is a way that I can flow into my channel state, much like preparing for a reading, doing a strong intro for those of you who take a lot of my courses and classes. I do like to just talk about the things I have been experiencing as a way to start finding my way into my flow. So thank you for bearing with me during that part of it. And I'm excited to get into the messages that Spirit has been bringing through to me for the Spirit messages. And I have to say that the first, not the first word, this actually wasn't the first thing that they brought through, but it was the most powerful. And I feel that July is going to be a month around flourishing. Flourish is the word that continued to come through as I was tuning into the energy of July and what spirit was hoping that we would embrace and embody as part of our human experience. And they're telling me that it is a time to focus on the flourishing of ourselves. And there's a real intentional energy behind that word flourish. It's a very powerful word. If you even say it right now with me, flourish, it has a vibration to it. When I, when I say it in language, you guys always compliment me on my words, my language. The reason why I say the things I say and I phrase things the way that I do is because they have energy behind them. And when I say the word flourish, I feel it so deeply in my solar plexus and my sacral chakra. It's this real deep energy to it and it feels very healing. It's almost like a tuning fork on my belly, just like activating the chakra center. So I'm curious for you, when you say the word flourish, where do you feel it in your body? What comes up for you when I say that? And they make me feel that it's a season to open up. When they were bringing me this message around flourish as the theme of July, they were actually showing me this beautiful rose, but it wasn't a typical rose. It looked a little bit more like a coronation. And it was this beautiful, deep, purpley pink red. And it was just opening so gently, so slowly. It reminded me of the vulnerability of the petals. 
and how when we open up to flourish in this world, because we can really only flourish if we open up, the world of spirit just wants to validate and wants to celebrate our vulnerability that we lean into as we open up ourselves to this world, to this experience. When we open up ourselves to this path fully, how vulnerable that is, because a lot of us want to open up to the amazing things that happen on this path. And one of the life lessons that we have in this human experience is that as we open up to more greatness, we also open ourselves up to the opposite. There are always dualities in balance and harmony with one another. And I remember an old mentor saying this to me, like you only want happy clients. You're not willing and you're not able to hold the unhappy ones yet. So you won't be able to continue to progress along until you can. And there is beauty in that message. And that is something the world of spirit is also bringing through as part of this flourishing. A lot of people avoid opening up fully and fully coming into full bloom because they're worried about the negative things that may come with it. But I'm here to tell you that as you open up and flourish and allow that vulnerability to come in, you actually build a resilience. And you become so in tune with yourself that the things that you feared that come in that may be perceived as more negative in nature don't actually impact you as much as when you're trying to protect yourself from that vulnerability. That's when it really hurts because the things that come up that are a little bit more negative, let's say, will almost come into like this tunnel as like an echo chamber and it will vibrate more intensely. Whereas if we open, it just skims our surface and rolls off of us. That's how I'm seeing it visually, how they're bringing it to me. But it's almost like the more empowered we become by being open and vulnerable, the less the not so great stuff actually affects us. And that's something that I think may surprise you. Because I think that people think I'm just going to stay small. I'm just going to stay closed up and tight so I can't get hurt. But then when things come in that hurt, they really hurt. Because you haven't opened yourself up yet. You haven't found your power yet. You haven't found your personal worth and power yet. And when you do, which is part of that opening, that negative stuff does not affect you as much, okay? It does not affect you as much. <laughs> this meme's coming up. This is what it's like to... Oh my God. Okay, it's not going to break my channel. But I found a meme for next Monday. It's going to be my lead meme. And it says, I am considering all critiques of me moving forward as fan theories <laughs> and that's the meme that's coming up as I talk about this and why people may choose to not fully open and be seen in ways that they're worthy of being seen because of that critique because of the not great stuff and yeah it becomes a lot easier the more open you become okay spirit is really saying that it is our time to flourish it is our time to flourish the timing of it is perfect right now. So again, if you feel this call, if you feel this message to really resonate deep within you, just know that that is a signifier from your own spirit, your own soul, that it's recognizing the divine timing. And the divine time you cannot miss. It will come back. The spirit world is saying, if you want to ride a wave in the direction that we are going now is the time to focus on flourishing and what that looks like for you. And that's also what they are bringing through. What does that look for you? And what does that feel for you? Maybe flourishing originally or your original thought on it is like something material, something 
that the 3D world can offer us. But often that flourishing is really an internal process, an internal experience. It's all inside of you. That's what happens when you're still a bud before you open. That flourishing happens when you're in the cocoon state. So looking at flourishing as being a feeling, and again, that's the kind of thing spirit wanted me to spend so much time at the beginning on what flourishing feels like to you. So then now I know for me, it's that solar plexus and sacral that vibrate and it feels so harmonious. It feels so gentle. It feels powerful. It feels sacred. Anything a sacral chakra for me feels very sacred. So then I know that when I am out there doing my life and living my life, when I pick up on that sympathetic resonance of my sacral and solar plexus vibrating in this harmonious emotion, what am I doing at that moment? More of this more of this. That is how our body speaks to us. That is how our spirit works through our body to let us and guide us to where will best serve us and where we can be best of use to our higher self and to the spirit world. So look at the behaviors, look at the situations, look at people who you are surrounding yourself with as you are entering that vibration of flourishing and then start trying to make space in your life for more of that. So that is the message around flourishing that spirit wanted to bring through. And leading into this, the next thing that came through was around following your curiosities. And I was speaking yesterday in a class, I've been teaching this class series on healing our relationship with money and finances, but from a social justice lens, not so much a, and from a psychological lens as well. And we've been doing it in four parts about naming and we did accepting yesterday. And next class is on reimagining a flourishing future for wellness for all of us, financial wellness for all of us, and then, of course, planning our financial futures. So I've been working on this class series, and I was teaching this yesterday about how the path I have today has been a path of just simply following every curiosity that comes in, just being really curious. Oh, I wonder what that, oh, I wonder what that earringing was. Oh, I wonder why spirit took me to a vision years ago of being on the waterfront of Squamish that didn't even exist at the time. And just following the little curiosities. I never knew that waterfront existed, by the way. But I followed the curiosity of my soul that day. I usually go to a cafe and I eat a breakfast sandwich and a coffee. But I was like, you know what? My soul's calling me to the water. I need to go to the water. Followed that curiosity and it took me down a path I had never seen in a blue my mind this existed in Squamish. What? How have I never been here? There's a space empty? What? How can I get in this space? When I reverse engineer everything that I have experienced and everything I have at this moment, it has been simply following the curiosities that have been presented before me. And the world of spirit is saying that they are going to be dropping, almost like feathers before you, dropping little hints of curiosities that are going to be part of your divine free will decision-making to follow and see where it leads you. And some of the curiosities where we can lose ourselves is that we just want instant gratification so deeply. And I learned this as I was getting trauma-informed trained when it comes to money as a trauma money facilitator. I'm a certified facilitator. And I learned about how society is really in a fight for our dopamine right now. And how our brains just love the quick fixes. Come, we love TikTok and we love to scroll. We love to be fed right away. But how much 
delayed gratification actually serves and supports our brains, the development of our brains, the reconditioning of our brain. And so I definitely try to incorporate delayed gratification into my life as much as possible. And then also becoming aware and recognizing where the world is fighting for my dopamine and trying to draw me in. And is that where I want to go? Am I going to follow that dopamine hit? Or am I going to stand a second, take a holy pause, sit with the feeling for a moment and assess, is this a curiosity led by my soul? Or is this a curiosity led by a part of my brain that the world has been conditioning me to follow? And I want to just give that little piece of like human advice to you as part of the spiritual advice that's coming in around curiosities, because sometimes we think that these curiosities come from our brain, but they don't. They come from our soul. They come from the heart space, the solar plexus, the sacral. These three chakras really pull us. You will feel a tug. So if you feel an inspiration, if you feel a curiosity, just take a holy pause for one beat, five beats if you can make it. And assess for yourself, where is this curiosity coming from? Is this a curiosity that my soul is asking me to follow? And just follow it and understand that as part of that delayed gratification, sometimes it may take years for curiosity to come to fruition. There is no hurry. There is no rush in this life. So get used to when you're on the spiritual path that there's an unfoldment that takes place. There is very few things that happen on the spiritual path happen right away. So this is not a path for the faint of heart. This is not a path for people who are looking for quick dopamine fixes. This is a path of sacredness, slowness, intelligence, spaciousness. It's a different way of living than society has us wanting to live. So there is a struggle for people who enter themselves on the, on the spiritual path. They will find themselves being pulled in a bunch of different directions. And what I have found 10 years being on this path is that we get to choose to stay firm in the middle and teeter to the left or teeter to the right and follow these curiosities on where they go because there are some curiosities that have led me well from my human in my brain. They have led me down paths of the things I'm passionate about speaking about now, those were human-led for me. And I'm so grateful for them because I think that they help almost like add dimension to my spiritual teachings. They are not for naught. So it is worth every once in a while following these human nudges. But the world of spirit is asking for the month of July to follow these spiritual curiosities that come in. And you will feel them as a pulling. And the holy pause has to be brought up again that You just need to take a beat to assess where did this come from? Where do I want to go from here? And then just follow without any promissory conditioning that is going to lead you to somewhere great. No one's going to tell you where it's going to lead you. But where it's going to lead you is where you need to go for some reason. You have to remember when we sign up for the spiritual path, when we declare to the world of spirit, I'm willing to look at my light, expand my light and follow this light. Our lessons are no longer just for us. Our life experiences are not just for us. When we sign up to be connected to our light, aware of our light, and be on this mission to expand and share it outwards, all the path, all the decisions, all the hardship, all the glory is not just for us anymore. It's for everyone who is 
opening up to their light. It's for everyone who will encounter our path and get to exchange beautiful divine knowledge with one another. Your path is not just about you anymore. And that's how come it is so divine that you follow every single curiosity and not feel punished by it and not feel special by it. Because in some ways we're all special and we're not special. We just are. We are just here. We are just, we came here to forget about our light, to come into remembrance with it and decide for ourselves, am I going to keep this to myself or am I going to expand it and share it out for the collective? So that's how come often these curiosities lead us to dark nights of the soul. They lead us to hardships and trials and tribulation because they're not just for us anymore. I am so envious sometimes of my husband's path and he has no interest in spiritually evolving. It's just not part of his life story and karma. And in that way, everything is very surface level and nothing's too hard and nothing's too easy. It just is. And like there is some sort of benefit to being that blissfully not seeking. But for those of us who have signed up for a very colorful spiritual path, it is full of highs and lows and successes and failures. And if you can see things from a higher perspective, which was actually the first, I love how this weaves in again in my channel state, because the first thing spirit had me write down is it's not about the higher perspective, it's about the highest perspective. And they want us to look at the hardships we've already come through. And if we can see these from the winged one position and they keep bringing through the winged one, so the feathers are going to come through, the birds are going to come through. This came through strong in my readings yesterday. If we can invite ourselves to see things from the highest of perspectives, we can see that what we have experienced that was so hard for us earlier on actually not only served us, but have served our inner circles, our outer circles, our collective communities in some way. Those things that we experienced did not just impact us for the negative and for the good. So again, looking at that teetering of that balance, can you hold the good in equilibrium with the bad? Can you hold them both and not pick a side, but understand and recognize that both serve us and serve our circles in some way? Can you look at things coming in this month and as you're reconciling with your past and see things from the highest of perspectives, from the perspective of the winged one? There is something really powerful this time of year about seeing ourselves like almost like flying over our towns, our villages, our communities, our cities, our countries, seeing things from the highest of perspectives. Where is the light needed the most? If you see things, if you get to be in that privileged position where you can see things from the highest perspective, if you have done the work that allows you to see things from that perspective, ask, where is my light needed the most right now? And that's what this work is about. That's what being a light worker is about. It's about a collective community of people who have decided to tune in and remember their light and share it out with the world. This is come I'm so passionate about that word, light worker, and I'm here to reclaim it. I'm not giving it up. It is here and we are reclaiming it because that's all it is. Where is my light needed the most? And that is also a blessing that the world of spirit brings through in July around seeing things from the highest perspective. And it's not just about us. But we still have to walk that path and we still have to walk through the muck and we still have to experience every nuanced emotion and experience that comes with these trials and tribulations because they are not just for us anymore. That is 
what happens when we declare to our spirits, our souls, our higher selves, and the world of spirit, I'm here to wake up. I'm here to remember who I'm in. And I'm here to help awaken inside of other people who they are. And who knows what our society would look like if everyone just tuned in and remembered who they were. Who knows? I'm not in control of that. I'm in control of my awakening. I'm in control of my immediate influences. And as Maya Angelou has so eloquently said, we have no right to know our legacies. We will never know the trueness of our legacies because we don't know all the lives that we touch. But I think that when you go home and you have your life review and you do get to see things from the highest, highest, highest of perspectives, we will get to see all the lives that we have touched and we will have wished that we didn't waste so much time wondering if we matter or we make a difference. And we just lean into trust that we do because why else would we be here? Why else would we be here? So you came here for a reason. Live this life to its fullest expansion. The highs, the lows, the good, bad. Don't get stuck in that tunnel vision of you, 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 me, 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 me. It's not about it anymore. Anyone who's drawn to this podcast is not about that anymore. So I'm looking at my notes because I just jotted a few things down as I was tuning into spirit. And again, it all really does tie in very well. It really does tie in very, very well because I'm looking down at my notes and the last note that I didn't get to say, which actually leads into, leads out of what I was just talking about, was talking about spirit wanting you to pick your sweet spot in life. There are sweet spots that will become really, really, really aware to you in July and again, spirit wants you to become aware. This is a sweet spot. This is a sweet spot of life. More of this, please. More of this, please. So pay attention to that. And it's all hard, right? There's always going to be difficulties with the joy. And that's just the way that it goes. So I feel like I want to wrap this up. I feel really good about this. I see the world of spirit really filling our bodies with light, but the light that we already have. It's almost like they're the way that they're showing it to me is like we're all in a circle of light and they're literally moving around us so fast that our light is actually like wisping. It's actually being carried out into the circle of light workers. It's all of us sharing our light with one another. That's come I'm very passionate about creating non-competitive spaces. I've seen so much of that in the mediumship space. It makes me sick. And one day I will talk about it a lot more. I just don't want to be negative right now. But there's no competition. Like we are all just sharing our light. And, you know, we all have our people that we're going to help and support. And the world of spirit has us all blending our light together to create this bigger, larger collective light. And that's really what we need. So if you can go through your month of July sharing your light without questioning others or watching other people share their light without questioning your own, it's not about the individual light. The fact is when we go home, we are part of a larger collective light. We're just a little individual piece of that collective light, but we all come from one place and we all blend back in with that greater light source eventually. So we are all part of that greater light source. And down here in this world, we forget about that. We see ourselves as our own individual light. But I feel like the whole purpose for those of us who are on the spiritual path are to come back collectively and realize if we could create this collective light here on earth that we have an experience on the other side, we can heal this planet. We can heal this planet. 
and create a brighter future for our future selves. Because let's not joke around. We're coming back, right? We are here during this great time of transition. This is a great time of transition and they happen every hundred or so years. It's not like the only transition, but you can plan this through history, through data and research, and you can plan this spiritually as well. Every hundred years or so, we have a great awakening, a great reckoning. We have a crumbling, a tower moment. We are in our tower moment. Anyone who knows that Terra archetype knows there is glory on the other side of this tower moment. I love me a tower moment because I know that something big is on the other side of it. So we are in a big tower moment now, but I feel like we're on the other side of it. We are picking our adventure for the future ahead. So I really want to get to a place and I feel like spirit school is going to be a place that really, and it's not the only place, but there'll be other places doing this. A lot of other teachers are out there doing similar work to me. It's like, can we gather a community of people who are willing to share their light selflessly with other light workers to create an accumulative light force that really creates impact in our communities and in our circles. That's what I'm hoping for. So anyways, I kind of went off there because it just kept going, kept coming in. Of course, right now I am rocking inspirational mediumship. This is what Spirit brought through to me in January 2021. They said, this is this form of mediumship that you are serving us through as you're teaching, as you're mentoring, as you're going into your spirit messages. It took me years to understand what they were talking about, but I hope that these channeled inspirations bring light into your world, light into your life. I hope they give you hope for the month of July because shit has been dark this past little while and it feels like it's starting to lighten up a bit. I hope that you have a wonderful July ahead. If you're interested in getting more teachings from me, come check out the Spirit School Collective. I do a lot of classes and mentoring and practice circles and impromptu lives and trainings in there. It's really where you get the most of me is in the Spirit School Collective. It's sign up anytime, cancel anytime. I'm doing Initiation 2.0, which is Advancing Mediumship starting July 21st. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing psychic and mediumship discernment. We're going to be doing demonstrations and group readings. I'm going to teach a little bit about putting offerings together. I'm going to be challenging you guys in really fun ways. We're going to be bringing the public in to read for. We're very interactive and engaging. Of course, you get the practice components, which is what people typically come for. I just want to practice my craft. We give you a safe space to do that. And then if you are willing to come to Squamish or in Squamish, as long as you know about the chakra systems, you understand how energy works, you understand how the world of spirit wants to serve us through mediumship, come to Dominic's two-day workshop. This is going to be an incredible time. We are going to be doing assessments and Dominic has a methodology on simplifying evidential mediumship. He's going to be teaching. If it's not accessible for you to come, we have an online workshop for $97 on the Monday. I think it's the 30th. We're going to be doing a three-hour workshop on the same topic. And that's it, friends. I love you. Have a wonderful month ahead. Did you know that Spirit School is not just a podcast? It's an actual school. If you go to myspiritschool.com, you can invest in self-study courses, live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.